Hi folks, it's Matt here from the Ask the Arb podcast. Before we get stuck into today's podcast, I'd just like to ask you a favour. If you've ever got any value from this podcast, you could do us a massive favour uh, by going to wherever you get your podcast from and subscribing to the show and leaving us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at go-rover, and that would be fantastic. So let's jump right into today's. Hi folks, Matt Harmsworth here. I'm the host of the RCR podcast. So today I would like to talk to you about the three reasons that trees fall or fail. And by understanding why trees fall or fail, you can avoid property damage so bit of a bit of a topical one this one um it all started i don't know what maybe with storm arwen probably in uh roughly what november uh 2021 something like that and uh <laughs> i remember it very clearly because it totally and utterly stuffed my plans for uh working in the garden coming up to christmas it also flattened coniferous forests all across the north of the UK and all across the north of uh, Scotland. Then came, I think it was Storm Barra. That was kind of early December 2021, something like that. Um, this one was uh, pretty pretty wild. In fact, it flattened our um, operation director, Paul, flattened his garden fence, which he's still dealing with at the moment, lost some tiles off the roof. So not a good uh, not a good day out at all. Um, then we had the double whammy of Storms, uh, Malik and Corrie. They came, I think it was about a day apart in late January. Uh, and what a total shit show that was. The power was off for days. There were trees down across power lines all across the north of Scotland and all down the um, eastern side or northeastern side of the uh, UK. Roofs smashed, buildings damaged, and I think also, sadly, a few people passed away in that one. And all of this kind of got me thinking that perhaps this is something we needed to touch on the um, on the podcast. What do you need to know about tree failures and why they fail? So essentially, there's there's three main issues, or there's three three reasons that trees fail, fall over. Uh, and the first one that I want to talk about is structural failures. So by structural failures, I'm talking about things within the tree that um, have the potential to fail because they're not necessarily as strong as they should be. So we're talking about poor branch unions we're talking about trees that have a poor growth form because of the location that they have grown in we're talking about poor previous pruning so if you think of a tree that's been pollard pollarded and then that pollard has lapsed i.e it's not been kept on a uh, regular pruning regime it means that the the growth on those pollard heads is now quite weakly attached and poorly attached. And if a tree is being managed as a pollard and it's not being repollarded every kind of five to six years, there's a chance that that new regrowth could snap out, particularly on um, in periods of high winds. So in terms of structural failures, we've got things like uh, bark inclusions. We've got co-dominant stems. We've got hollow trunks, hollow limbs, overextended limbs. Um, split trunks, trees that have been damaged by lightning. And these failures 
structural failures, they can fail suddenly and without warning. But of course, Stormfall's winds obviously doubles down on this. Structural issues can also be more prevalent in um, conifers in particular because these high wind storms tend to happen in the winter months and obviously coniferous trees have got their leaves their needles are on all year round and that leads to a greater wind sail um, area so if there are any structural defects within the tree then what tends to happen is when the wind acts on that it increases the force on that weak union and it snaps out and you see this quite a lot with um, scots pine trees uh, and also spruce as well that have got weak co-dominant, uh, co-dominant stems. Very common. Next up, we have fungal issues. Um, I will not deep dive into this because it's a massive subject and goes far beyond the, uh, the scope of this podcast. Needless to say, some fungal issues cause total failure at the base of the tree, either through root rot or through the breakdown of timber due to a soft rot. Um, and some of these issues are really subtle. They're very, very difficult to um, to detect. And uh, it's the kind of thing that you might not necessarily know about until it is too late. In fact, I remember getting called out to a job in Manchester for a planning survey, went out to site, got to site, and um, I was supposed to be assessing this site for the suitability for retention of the trees through the development of a residential extension. There was a sycamore there that the client had, um, I think it was after they built the house, but a new driveway had been put through there and it had damaged the sycamore tree. And sycamores in particular uh, do not tolerate any kind of disturbance within their radial rooting area. And this tree had something called Cretchimeria juista, or brittle cinder fungus, um, which causes all sorts of problems towards the basal area of the tree Uh, and there was secondary rot within this tree as well and I could pretty much shove two or three fingers straight into this tree Um, so it can be a real real issue and the client had been living with this tree for a number of years in this condition Um, and off the back of that visit they, they got it removed pretty quickly so the final one Number three in our three reasons why trees fail is development damage. So humans mess up everything, right? And uh, you may have seen tree failures in towns, villages, cities, in the newspapers, off the back of storms, Malik and uh, Corrie. Um, And quite often these failures are close to people's houses and these failures are nearly always preventable um, and they're due to below ground damage during some form of uh, construction activity. So trees compete with um, people in the built environment and they often lose. That is why it's important that trees are well protected during the development of um, development phase of construction projects um, or infrastructure projects. And I often shudder when I see trenching works for utility companies down through pavements because it's almost certain that they're damaging uh, tree roots up to uh, up to some point and what tends to happen in kind of worst case well best case scenario is that the there's a lack of vitality in those trees that have been damaged through construction works um, worst case scenario is that uh, structural roots are severed or there has been so much damage around the base of the tree that uh, fungal pathogens can uh, can enter the trees and then those trees can suddenly fail during times of um, high winds. So the default position with all of these things is that um, 
you have to take a pragmatic and sensible approach to tree management. Otherwise, we'd be going around felling all these trees for uh, no good reason. They obviously contribute massively to people's quality of life, amenity, landscape, conservation value is all extremely important. But there's a lot that we can do to make sure that our trees are healthy and safe, and more importantly, that we don't damage them through our own activities. So today... As an ending note, I would have you consider the possibility that if you're worried about your trees, get them checked out at least every three years by a qualified professional. So hopefully that is helpful and I will speak to you soon. And that's it for today, folks. Thanks a lot for listening to the RCR microcast. Remember, if you've ever had any value whatsoever from this podcast, you could do me a massive favour by heading over to wherever you get your podcasts and leaving us a review. Thanks a lot for listening to the show, and I will speak to you on the next one. Cheers. Bye.